Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jason Courtney coming to you live from Pensacola. We got Olin Hyde in studio, pushing the levers, turning the knobs, and flying in low today from Tiger Point. Good to have you in studio. I didn't think you were going to make it. Me either. You know, some of the wonderful customer service from a former bank that yeah, we were former, with. No longer, no longer a bank. And we are fortunate enough to have in studio with us Mr. Will Boatner, who... Uh, is a, a friend at this point and a, a colleague that has helped us buy and sell properties and has been instrumental. So we'll get back over to him in just a second. But we want to talk about this wonderful Bridge and Main American Wheat Bourbon Whiskey finished with toasted white oak. 45% alcohol by volume, which makes it 90 proof. It is uh, finished and bottled in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, it does have just enough of the mash bill that uses less corn to make it an official bourbon. So it is officially a bourbon whiskey. Um, and this was gifted to us by mama Joe. So shout out to mama Joe. Um, she's tried this at her, uh, river house and said we had to have it and had to try it on the show. So here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Very, very mild, smooth. Yeah, it is mild for 90 proof. And I did free pour. I lost our jigger pre-show. So, it's here now. We found it. Somewhere. We did find it. Yeah, it was in Tyler's office. I, I do have a, a problem of walking around the office with anything in my hand and just setting it down in the complete wrong spot. Yes. <laughs> so let's uh, let's kick it over to Will Boatner of the Boatner Group. So tell us a little bit about you, Will. How long have you been in real estate? Who do you work with? And a little bit about what you're doing. Yeah, so... Um a little bit before that, uh, I was a 17-year history in customer service and fine dining restaurants, and it really gave me kind of an up and up on how to talk to people of any, you know, stature, uh, you know, any socioeconomic uh, status, yeah. I guess you could say, and uh, that gave me a real edge on uh, what uh, real estate was really all about, which was building relationships, talking to people, having confidence in what you're, you know, talking about, and. Uh, I just really took off year one. I uh, set some records and sold 63 homes in my first close to close month over month, I guess, July to July. 63 uh, homes. So that's that's better than five homes a month, right? That's like yeah. 5.3 homes. That's a lot. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Average agent sells about six or seven in their first year if they... Six or seven total. Take off, yeah. Not six or seven a month, six or seven right. total. And he yeah. did that. He, he almost averaged that month. on month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how you know you're good with people, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And I didn't even know what was going on. I just, you know, saw the accolades coming in from the brokerage and stuff like that. And I just felt blessed to be where I was. I felt at home for the first time in my life, you know, and... um uh, in doing so, I was able to also kind of financially provide for my family, unlike I'd have been able to do in any other situation. Heck, my my cap in a restaurant industry, you can imagine, is uh, substantially less than. So, um, And not only is it less than, but uh, so Ola and I are both prior restaurant vets. It's, uh, well, I, I won't say it's a thousand percent better, maybe two thousand percent better on the uh work-life balance or quality time with the family, right? Because restaurants, it, it doesn't matter what kind of a restaurant you work for. It is it is never terrible. convenient. You're always on a holiday, always on the weekends, typically, you know, in the evening, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Yeah, the last five years of my career, I worked 
every Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas Eve, and New Year's. And uh, I was also gone, you know, evening shifts uh, five nights a week, depending on which nights I worked, started at 3 4 o'clock, and I didn't get out till around 11 p.m. Meanwhile, I had a you know, a three-year-old daughter at the time of my transition into real estate. So yeah, work-life balance. I was super grateful for the opportunity to, even if I was working with a client till seven or eight o'clock on the phone, I'd you have were that. at home, right? I was like, at home, and I could, I could, you know, just really help focus the on, wife. Help. Oh, she was grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know, she has a full-time career, also. Exactly. And typically, what I have found is the full-time career lines up with the exact opposite. So like she could work like an eight to five and then you would go in at like, Oh, I go in at three and get off at midnight. And it's like, we don't see each other five days a week. And it really, you know, causes some strain in the, in the relationship world. So the fact that you were able to transition out of that into what is now a career, I mean, sure. that has changed your yeah. life. Almost. The, uh, I, I mean, I'd call it a business. Oh, it's a business. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's, his it's own. not just him. Like yeah, he's not he's a got, single agent any longer. Yeah, he's yeah. got he's got employees. But for him, it's it's something, you know, it's something that we try to coach to and do for our employees, and it's changed their lives forever, right? So, I mean, let's go back to to the restaurant era. Did you ever think you would drive the car you have, have have the house you have, have? No, like, and and you know, it's funny. I, you know, back in those days, that kind of thing would generate a certain level of excitement for me. But now that the, you know, the finances are here and, and, you know, we're really moving forward in the right direction for my family, et cetera. I mean, heck, I, I could be driving a 99 Toyota. Um, you know, it does look good when you pull up uh, to sell a, a half million dollar, million dollar property in, in something a little nicer than that, you know, Absolutely. Gives, gives off. Uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, the world perceives things that way, but but it's it, so it does true help. in real estate. Yeah, it's absolutely. so true in real estate. It's comfortable. Um, but is it necessary? No, I just I just want to make sure, you know, that I'm fulfilling my purpose for my family's well-being and to make sure that my kids are growing up uh, the best life they can grow up in and uh, that I can provide for the people that I love, you know. Yeah, that's that's I think that's why we all did made the decision we made to get into business and and really change, you know, our family's lives forever and not hopefully not just our family, like our family's families and, and generation, you know, I talk about building a generational wealth that, that will go on for long past my lifespan. So, well, let's kick it over to what we want to talk about and that's referrals. Um, referrals. Yeah. Referrals <laughs> are probably your lifeblood, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, first year in the business, I, I bought a couple leads, uh, the, the, Online sites like uh, your Zillow's, your Realtor.com's, uh, they they let you uh, pay to get phone calls for the clicks on properties, and that's something that a lot of people do, and you don't realize it. You know that uh, you could end up with someone with a little bit less experience, kind of like me, year one, right? Yeah. Uh, so I attribute about twenty percent of my first year's business to that. Um, but the really the lifeblood of my business, like you said, is referrals, and it's something that I never even tracked or looked at until I was about two years in and I looked back and I said, man, you, you didn't get a whole lot of, uh, of anything. I might've developed a few really good relationships with those uh, phone calls that I got, maybe some good practice and working with, uh, people that I don't know from Adam. However, um, you know, when it came down to it, I looked back and I said, well, the majority of my business is coming from what we call our sphere, right? It's our sphere of influence, our people that know us, love us, have had some sort of interaction with us. Maybe it's a Facebook friend, uh, that, you haven't even talked to in three years. Maybe it's uh, a family member. 
uh, and the uh, other business, uh, the the remaining thirty or so percent uh, of the hundred would come from signed calls and people that were interested in the properties that I was putting up for sale, and I was able to convert them almost like getting free Zillow and Realtor.com yeah. leads. It's the original model before those people were even so, there. So now that you have a little better grasp of it, like how much of your business now comes from you know a Zillow type of paid lead versus referral from satisfied clients. Well, I haven't paid for a lead in over three years and I'm proud of that. Um, Heck yeah. So uh, just last year we had uh, 80 homes close and eight referrals out to other states. So 88 sales um, at around $22 million in volume. And uh, that all came from sphere of influence, past client, past client referral and um, sign calls was probably a 15%. So now that you have you have several people underneath you, is that something you train them on? Hey, when you close the deal, here's how to. Oh, absolutely. There's a system for everything. A lot of people don't know how many systems are involved in building a business. But, you know, when you start out as a single person doing anything, whether it's operating a food truck or opening a restaurant, you have to hire out leverage to do the things that other people can do under you so that you can take care of the more dollar producing activities uh, that's the way to go. So I do have uh, a buyer agent that keeps me in my lane for listings. When we break up our duties, it keeps me able to, uh, really focus on helping sellers. And she focuses on helping buyers with my system. And of course we, uh, have a lot of real clear, concise communication up front on expectations. And by the end of the deal, we've, uh, always executed in a manner that, you know, it could be checked off for five-star customer service. And then we ask for the review. We get the uh, photograph for social media so that we can say congratulations with the smile and the sold sign for our people. We also have, uh, uh, you know, a policy on what kind of gift we're supposed to provide for each client, what we can spend, uh, the follow-up on month two of owning the home. How's it going? I know you're going to find some surprises in there that weren't on the home inspection report. We need to make sure that our people are still happy with the decision they made and the process that we walked them through. Uh, And of course, there's a database that they end up in where we uh, systematically make an attempt to touch them between, you know, 10 and 30 times a year uh, without bothering the hell out of them. Including maybe giving... A uh, holiday pie away, or yeah, we did holiday pies. So yeah. uh, we we enjoyed we enjoyed that holiday. <laughs> Which one pie. did you get? So well, I was fortunate enough to get two because <laughs> not only did did I sell a house, but my parents bought a house. You, and you gave me four pieces of business in the last two years. Yeah, yeah. So it was <laughs> uh, yeah. So we got one of each. I think we got the pumpkin and the apple. So mm-hmm. it was I preferred the apple. Yeah, um, apples, I noticed a couple of them were a little underdone, and I won't tell Miko that, the, the gal that uh, did them, but I've had to tell people, okay, throw it in the oven for an extra 10 minutes. And mine was perfect, perfect so awesome. I, I had no complaints. <laughs> but Yeah, so we but we, we organize a system of touches around something like that. This year, we're going to do a fall festival. We're going to have uh, a phone call in July to everybody we know. We're going to tell them about you know what we're doing. Uh, we're probably going to have uh, bounce house, face painting, cotton candy, Someone's going to be cooking burgers, photo booth, music, and giveaways. And we rent out a park, 
a lot of my vendor friends come and help uh, with the cost of that too. So it's not really an out-of-pocket thing for me. And I still get to plan it and produce it for my people. Genius, folks. That's yeah. what we call that. When you can put on an event that brings people in that have done business with you and that will do business with you again and it doesn't cost you a dime, yeah. that's borderline genius. So. Thank, thank, thank you, the good <laughs> training at Keller Williams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and then that's, I wouldn't have any of these ideas without right? them, by and the way. It's not all. None of this came to me as just an epiphany. I just implemented what they they gave me well and people ask us all the time so we we have this business office pride which is a franchise right mm -hmm. and then we just bought into scooters coffee we're working on opening up some of those stores and it's another franchise and people are like why are you doing franchises you pay them royalties right like so you pay keller williams a percentage up to a certain point i think yep. realtors are capped and, and yeah you that's probably the typical bust that cap but um <laughs> bust the cap. yeah because you crush it uh, but for us it was like we don't like we're Olin was not born with this innate amazingness of, of business acumen. I wasn't born with an innate. Now I am very good with people, probably very similar to you will sure. that, you know, you can connect with people and people will trust you and listen to what you advise. And that is great. But without the support from our franchise system, which is office pride or scooters or without your support from Keller Williams, which I mean, I've, I've listened to several, podcast from gary and really and, oh man he, think he, like a ceo is awesome yeah it's it was it was kind of the, the podcast yeah, we read the one thing and yeah it's kind of the podcast that started this whole that's thing that's really cool that you guys got into that i did not know oh absolutely he he's a genius uh i mean listening to his whole story and basically we're, we're trying to kind of model after keller williams and we won't tell them that because they might charge us a royalty no, absolutely not. <laughs> we're, we're trying to be a technology company that that does commercial janitorial nice. to where Keller Williams is a technology company that does real estate. What, what, what business are we all in though? I mean, honestly, we're in the people business. Absolutely. It doesn't matter if you're in office pride and you clean buildings yep. or if you sell real estate to residential clients and the 200 to $1 million price point. Right. And your, your, your job is to build a business through connecting with people Doing the right thing is kind of important. There's a lot of snakes in the world. Doesn't matter if you're in the cleaning business Absolutely. or in the real estate business. More more prevalent in the real estate business. But you know, earning my clients' trust, like you said, and not letting them down by dropping the ball on you know putting money first. Yeah. Or uh, you know, you name it. The there's there's uh, there's there's a, a a ton of avenues you could go down uh, uh, that could lead you to. Um, not working in your client's best interest. And yeah. um, I, I put that at, uh, you know, as, as one of the main reasons for my success. Well, I mean, we've done a couple of, of deals and if you've ever done business with me, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that it, Oh, Owen's got to pop the bottle now. Yeah. It's good. You guys it's so are having smooth. fun with that. Yeah. It's so smooth. I did not get right to down. partake today because that's not something I do, uh, but, but right. you know, but, it, but, uh, you know, a little bit about my history in the restaurant industry. I also became a sommelier, which took, uh, about that's a fancy word. Yeah. It just means a guy who knows too much about spirits and, and wine <laughs> and, uh, you know, doesn't get paid enough to know that stuff. But um, that being said, uh, I think it's really cool that you guys uh, do an old craft cocktail with. Yeah, you, with your we've enjoyed it. We smoked some. We've done all sorts of things. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where for for us, if you've done business with me, not so much with owns a owns a normal kind of regular guy. I'm well, more of a you're outgoing people person. Yeah. I'm once the ice is broken. 
I'll dive in deep with you. And yeah, but I, so what I'm going to say is I, I don't do standard deals, right? I mean, I think two or three of our deals have been a little different. Oh, yeah. Will than, and I had several phone calls of, all right, so let me understand what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and the whole time, Will was like, hey, I, like this is a little untraditional. We can totally facilitate it. Yeah. But I'm not sure where we should be at price-wise. I'm not sure. Like, I, you tell me what you're comfortable with. I'll let you know if it makes sense for me. And we agreed on it. And like I said, and, and that to me is where I didn't feel like I was taken advantage of. You felt like you were fairly compensated. Yeah. I it, think at one point I actually called you and said, you know what? I said I was going to do this at something like 3%. And I said, you know, it's I, been I, less work. It's, it's been a tremendous and a amount less. And I dropped it by a half point or a full yeah. point. I can't remember. And I was just like, because that's just the right thing to do. I, I'm I'm worth what I'm worth. I know my value. At the same time, I never want to take advantage of somebody, you know. And you don't find that when you're dealing with car car salesmen or not a lot of real estate go agencies. Some real estate, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's but, guys that'll list at seven percent and tell you it's standard around here, you yeah. Know, just, which is crazy. Yeah. So do your research. If you need a real estate agent, call, call Will Boatner at the Boatner Group. He's he's fantastic. I, I've, like I said, personally done four or five deals with him and hope to do another four or five in the next next two years. So hey man, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. Keep uh, keep uh, keep it flowing for sure. <laughs> and so we got on this conversation about referrals because that's well, we, how I got to know Will. Right. So yeah. I had no knowledge of Will Boatner before so i actually have another good friend of mine his name is doug i say good friend we we were acquaintances through church we've played spades together several times great guy um do you know you may not have known doug listen be he was uh yeah, with doug remax listen. now Absolutely. he has his own uh maritime realty mm -hmm. he, he got his broker's license and so he was my realtor that helped me find my house on hollyberry mm -hmm. and when i you know he, he was great he was fantastic if you need a realtor, Douglas and Beast, great. But I love Will. I love Will Boatner more. Like he just he made <laughs> me feel comfortable. He helped me to understand things where I, I didn't understand. I'm not the smartest guy. Barely graduated high school. We've talked about that. Like I don't understand things Welcome fully. Welcome to the club, sir. And I'm right there and Will you. was able to help me understand the process a little better. And KC, who is our director of HR and admin, who's still out on maternity leave, and I got to meet the baby boy. So I'm only going to rub that in because Olin tried to <laughs> take that uh, from me. But I, the I first got one to, in the office. That was to, the, yeah. the statement that was yeah. made. So I did get to meet. I did get to meet baby Ellie and he is amazing and gorgeous. But uh, Casey referred me. She's like, hey, if you need a realtor, like meet Will. And so I talked to Will and Will was like I said, I was I was immediately impressed. I mean, he went out of his way. We were looking for property. Um, it, when it was very specific, right? It wasn't something easy like, hey. This was like uh, the shows you see online. You Talking know, about HGTV. the 3.7 3. acres yeah, well, out there. And, uh, I want three acres beach, yeah. near the interstate, has to be in pace, in oh, this school district. In this school district, and it has to be under this price point. <laughs> I mean, we went and saw probably seven to eight different properties. Some were better than others. And we finally found one, got it, got it signed, closed the deal. It's been a three-year process for building on it, but that's not on you. That's on us in Santa Rosa County, who I will well, not I ever I sing their praises, just FYI. I don't mean to make excuses for people either, but COVID happened like 
right after we closed. It did. And, it did. And, you know, those poor guys, the government offices especially, they just kind of froze up. Yeah, so they didn't know what to my do. Per- my personal new construction was supposed to take eight months, and it took 16. So Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a crazy time, but you helped yeah. us find that. Like I said, we... We brokered a deal to sell my parents' house. I bought a house and sold it to my parents. Like it's all sorts of craziness that that has happened. And he's been along for the ride the whole time. He's not ever once been like, "Why are you doing it this way? Why can't we just list?" Like I think I, you know, he came. You met with my parents when we were going to list the house before yeah. we privately sold it without ever having to list it <laughs> for but, the second time in a row. Yeah, but you <laughs> sold still, it to a friend. But you still <laughs> brokered the deal for me. You handled all the paperwork. You know, you got the great closers. Um, I mean, what is who? Who do you over on Bayou? First international First title. International Terry title. Kitchen. Shout yes. out. She's amazing. Terry person. Kitchens is amazing. She's done all <laughs> my she deals it out too. <laughs> yeah, she's all she's handled everything. All the craziness. So shout out to them. And you know, for us, it's one of those. We like to do business with people we know. We like to do a business with people we trust. And so for the for us, this relationship will go on long after this episode. It'll go on for many years to come. Um, we tried to bring some commercial real estate business your way. And once again, this is the beauty of Will Boatner. He was like, hey, guys, I'm not a thousand percent comfortable with what you guys are trying to do. I haven't done a ton of it. I'm willing to, but I can also refer you to somebody that does really well in this space. Right. Because yeah. The different realms of real estate, people don't quite understand. When you get a license, you either become residential sales, commercial heavy, right? Because I've done commercial. I've done lease. I've done sure. sale and purchase. But when it comes to specific, you want someone who knows the ins and outs of mm-hmm. what's permitted and what zoning and what the setbacks are if you're going to build anything. And all the all the little intricacies are, are a little bit more than what I deal with every day. I deal with residential real estate. I can tell you what will pass for insurance, what won't. I can tell you a lot about the, the lending process and what qualifies a person and disqualifies a person. But when it comes to commercial, uh, it's a different ballpark. Same thing with, uh, you know, the uh, property management side of things. There's people out there that manage Airbnbs and people that manage uh, long-term rentals. And those things require a license that I carry, but it's a different ballpark. I don't do that. It's it, it takes me away from my focus and my capacity to do my one thing. Exactly. You know, at a high level. So. Yeah, absolutely. So that has been our conversation on referrals. You know, it's all about great customer service. It's about knowing what people want from you. It's about knowing what people expect and then providing on that, right? And consistently looking out for your customers over your well-being sometimes. Sometimes you might take a small hit oh, to provide big hits. Yeah, you yeah. know, to provide that level of customer service, but at the end of the day, I mean, you've met some cool people and we won't we won't name drop the the celebrity you got to help out, but I mean, I closed a super trooper. Yeah. Would yeah. Eric would Eric Stolhansky mind if I dropped his name? Probably not. Uh, probably not. I mean, he's, he's got not, no, he's a buddy. Us. You got to post you he's, got to he's, post he's, a picture he's with him. He's a buddy. I, I think I think him and Barbara Slater are just great people and they recently moved to Pensacola and I was blessed with the opportunity to help them by nothing more than a sign call. Uh, and uh, how do you do? And then I figured out who I was working with, and I was very, you know, impressed with just how easy and great a guy he was to to to, to help out. And that's you know that's that's what we look for. We look for an easy company to work with. We screwed up last night here at Office Pride. We locked keys in a building, locked our car keys in a building, 
had to ride out there this morning, apologize. We emailed, called, did everything we could do to make sure the situation was handled. Let law enforcement know, hey, could you keep an extra eye on this building tonight? It's not armed, you know, things like that. Because we're not perfect, right? Like, like I'm sure you've made a mistake once or twice in your in your career. Oh, every day. Fail fail forward and fail as fast as you can. Absolutely. But it's all about (laughs) finding it out, fixing it and making it right for that customer. Absolutely. And that's how we grow. That's how we get referrals. That's how. You've come to do four or five deals with me. You'll probably do another four or five, like I said, in the next two years. And you'll continue to grow. We'll continue to grow. We'll refer one another and and be greatly blessed and highly favored. So, Will, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to make time for us. This is Old Fashioned Work and Whiskey. Olin Hyde, Jason Courtney, Will Boatner. We'll see you next time on Old Fashioned. Thanks for having me, guys.